it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. Man, I'll tell you what, it is a, I'm so glad I got out of the studio. I don't know, it is, I feel like I've been paroled from quarantine. This is beautiful, what a beautiful day for a flyover from the Blue Angels. What's up, everyone? This is the Marquet Show. My name's Marquet, 855-765-1045. And if you're watching us on Facebook today, you know that we are at the Deerwood Country Club on the south side of Jacksonville. And dudes, I'm telling you, I just posted on my Instagram, if you want to check it out, and I'll post more pictures so you can see where we are. It's at Marquet on Instagram, M A R K. K-A-Y-E, at Mark K on Instagram. We are sitting, literally, I kid you not, on the patio of the Deerwood Country Club, the back patio. We're all alone. There's nobody here except the guy spraying, uh, spraying the grass green. And we are sitting out. We're looking out at a lake and the 10th tee, and the sky is huge. I mean, it's like, a, it's like an IMAX TV screen with just sky. And right above us, around 1145 today, according to their online flight plan, hopefully they won't change their flight plan, because I, I took the flight plan that the Blue Angels made, and, I, and I, I, I put an overlay on top of a map of Jacksonville, and according to my calculations, the blue, this is the spot where they're going to fly right over on the south side. So if they don't, who cares? I'm still broadcasting from a beautiful country club on an amazing Friday. Oh, by the way, that reminds me. It's Friday! 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. And we have a great, first of all, we got a great weekend. We got Florida opening up even more. Uh, I, I believe, I believe. Now, listen, I know what you're thinking. This guy, we love him. Great guy. Done a lot for the state. Why does he keep interrupting the Mark K show? I, I don't know. You know what? I sing his praises. You think he'd give, cut me a little slack? Maybe come on. I don't know. Maybe come on during Killmead. Is that is that too much to ask? But Governor Ron DeSantis will be speaking again about reopening the state of Florida at 11. We do plan to bring you some of those comments live, but we will not let him interfere with our flyover of the Blue Angels today. We will be bringing you that live as well. We got and we've got people everywhere. Everywhere, they're everywhere. I'm here in the, on the south side. Rich Jones has volunteered <laughs> to go to the beach. That's Rich, Rich Jones is like, you know, I'm like, what, are, uh, Rich? Where are you going for this? He goes, well, you know, I decided that I'll take the beach. Um, so I'm gonna. He's so literally, he's gonna be hanging at the beach for the rest of the afternoon, pretending to work, watching the Blue Angels fly by. And I think the other Josh is going. I don't know where he's going. I don't know. I have to I'll times, ask him I when know. I see him. Yeah, when we see him. Oh, yeah. Oh, there, can you hear me? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I thought you left. You <laughs> said you were leaving at 930. Oh, did I say that? I think it was 1030 I said oh, that. Oh, all right. Good. Where are you going for the flyover the uh, other Josh? Somewhere in the San Marco area. I'm going to park San Marco and just wander around towards Baptist. Perfect. So if you see a tall dude wandering around San Marco looking up at the sky, say, what's up, the other Josh? <laughs> I love the show. Hey, how do I sound? About, do, I, do I sound okay? You sound great. I'm watching you on Facebook right now, and I am oh, jealous of your environment. Let you me tell should be you. here. Why aren't you here? You're, I mean, you're technically the producer of the show. I don't know. Oh, you. I mean, look, if you want to swing by, I'll, I, I can pull some strings. I'll let you in the front gate. I, I have a date with the Blue Angels downtown. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, listen, we have, I mean, it's going to be an amazing show. We've got the governor. We've got the Blue Angels. We've got some of your open mic messages. Oh, we've got some audio. First of all, I don't know. I, maybe we should jump right into this. Joe Biden. Thank God this guy is running for president. 
thank God that Joe Biden is running for president because, you know, with the with the pandemic and with the lockdown and with all the criminals in the Democratic Party trying to steal this election away from President Trump. Thank God you have somebody like Joe Biden running for president because that guy is going to blow it for the it's <laughs> for the entire not even just him, not even just him, but his entire campaign staff. Like if if you think Joe Biden is the worst candidate, he's backed up by the worst campaign staff. This this live virtual town hall that he did yesterday, I mean, I just, you think, you would think that the Democratic Party, uh, of whom they get massive contributions from pretty much all of Silicon Valley, you would think that the party of Mark Zuckerberg and the Google guys, uh, the party of pretty much everybody in Silicon Valley, with the exception of Peter Thiel and Elon Musk, you would think that these people who get all of this money from, from Twitter and from LinkedIn and from all these, all these you know, startups would be able to run a gosh darn virtual uh, uh, rally for their candidate of choice. The one guy they think can save them, save them from Donald Trump. And let's be honest, they don't, they don't think that. They know the truth. They know that, that, that any vote for Joe Biden is a vote against Donald Trump. They know that. But they've still got to come up. They've got to get them up there and they can't even run a virtual town. Listen to the first of all, there was like 20 minutes. There was 20 minutes of crackly, nasty, weird, bad connection, lips removing, but you weren't hearing anything. Individuals talking, including former Florida governor Charlie Crist, who if you are getting an endorsement from Charlie Crist, you might as well flush whatever credibility you had left down the toilet. Charlie, I'm a Republican. No, now I'm a Democrat. No, I'm a Republican again. No, I don't know what I'm going to be. But whatever, you know what? Whichever way the wind is blowing politically, that's the party I'm going to jump on. There has never been more of a political hack than Charlie Crist. And I don't know how he ever got elected here, but thank God he didn't get elected again. And now he's out there shilling for Joe Biden. The, the former Republican governor of Florida is shilling for Joe Biden. Thank God we couldn't understand what he was saying because because the connection was bad. And then at the very end, Joe Biden comes out, you know, of he's in he's he, I think he's here in Florida. I don't know where he is exactly, but he's definitely not in Wilmington, Delaware. He's standing uh, like by a pool. He's got one of those enclosures. He's on his back porch and he has the worst Wi-Fi connection in history. Listen to this. But first of all, he doesn't even know. He's asking people, are you going to introduce? He's asking, am I on? Am I on? Listen to this. Please welcome Vice President Biden. Introduce me. Yes. Hey, good evening, Tampa. Thanks so much for tuning in. <laughs> that's, about, that's, about, that's, about, that's about how his whole campaign is going, isn't it? That's about how, that's about how Joe Biden's candidacy wraps up in a nutshell. Please welcome Vice President Biden. Joe, Vice Pre Joe Biden. And then he continues, but he doesn't stop. And apparently nobody tells him, uh, Mr. Vice President, we're going to have to stop and restart this. Or Mr. Vice President, I, we think you have a bad connection. Because he goes on for like 20 minutes talking about the pandemic, talking about coronavirus, bashing Donald Trump, and nobody can understand a gosh darn word he's saying. My prayers are with all those who are scared, who are sick and grieving, and are struggling to get by. Struggling to get by, like me and my campaign staff. We're all struggling. We're struggling to get through this entire uh, virtual uh, town hall meeting because it's so horrible. And he continued. He was going on and on and on for like 20 minutes of this. And I'm watching the comments go by and people are just like, does he not know that we can't understand him? And I'm going to be honest with you. To me, it was the first time I, I thought he was more understandable than usual. <laughs> I was like, wow, Joe Biden's never spoken so clearly. My prayers are with all those who are scared, who are sick, 
and yeah. grieving. Yeah, at least at least if he was saying the wrong thing, like he was running for senator or messing up the Declaration of Independence, or if he was talking about being in the wrong city, if it, if any of that happened, at least we weren't able to understand it. And then, of course, he summed up with this beautiful sentiment, which I think we can all agree on. So we may be down now, but we're not out. It's always been a bad bet against America. We're going to get through this. We're going to get we're going to get through this. Is he talking about the coronavirus pandemic or is he talking about this live virtual campaign rally? Because I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, the campaign rally was much more difficult to get through than the uh, than the quarantine. 855-765-1045. Once again, we are live here at Deerwood Country Club, south side of Jacksonville. We are awaiting the flyover from the Blue Angels, which is scheduled for 11 45 ish today well 11 40 they're going to take off but we expect them to be here around 11 45 11 50 we'll be live on the air we're faced we're on uh, facebook as well you can give us a buzz we'll get some of your phone calls here in just a minute oh and speaking of joe biden being the worst candidate ever tara reed gave her first interview yesterday and you're never gonna guess who it was with we've got audio of that too coming up it's juicy it's good it's, it's awesome for a Friday. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Join the conversation. Send Mark an open mic using the WOKV app, and he'll play it on the show. Or not. Either way. Send one in. This is the Marque Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. You and I were there, Joe Biden. Please step forward and be held accountable. You should not be running on character for the president of the United States. That is Tara Reid, uh, who alleges that Joe Biden sexually assaulted her um, when she was a, uh, working for his office back in 1993. Uh, we heard that, in fact, it was a week ago um, that he appeared on Mika Brzezinski and Joe Scarborough's show Morning Joe on MSNBC and denied it, basically like flat out denied it. Well, now uh, Tara Reid has been interviewed by, get this, of all people, Megyn Kelly. Megyn Kelly, who has no job, no show, no network, scored the first interview with Tara Reid. She was supposed to speak with Chris Wallace on Fox News, but I guess she felt she would not be treated fairly by Mr. Wallace, which I'm sure a lot of people ain't, ain't no surprise to me there. And then she was also going to uh, speak with Don Lemon on CNN. But come on, why would you even speak to Don Lemon on CNN? Why would you speak to Don Lemon anywhere? Why would, I mean, that's just that, I, I have some things I'd like to say to Don Lemon, but uh, definitely not on on television. And so she uh, got got uh, in cahoots with Megyn Kelly and Megyn Kelly found her and she found Megyn Kelly and Megyn Kelly flew out to California, sat her down and did an interview with her. I'm not really sure where the full thing airs, but there's clips of it on Twitter. And, and she asked uh, about Joe Biden and about him denying these allegations. And, and you heard what she said. She said, step up, Joe Biden. You and I were there, Joe Biden. Please step forward and be held accountable. You should not be running on character for the president of the United States. You should not be running on character for president of the United States. Man, that is true. There's there's a compilation clip of Joe Biden from uh, his last run at president in the 80s, which we have to play for you because it's just it's, it's really long. We have to edit it up. But it's just it's just uh, the media debunking lie after lie after lie. And it's it's fascinating to watch. And it's so so, so good. Um, we'll get to that in, in just a little while. First, though, uh, so then Tara Reid is, is being interviewed and grilled by Megyn Kelly, and she says, look, um, they've asked you to take a polygraph, and, and you know, Christina Bally Ford, Ballsy Ford, she took a poly polygraph. Is that something you'd be willing to do? Here's what she said. I'm not a criminal. Joe Biden should take the polygraph. 
boom, I'm not a criminal. I didn't stick my fingers where they don't belong. I didn't sexually assault somebody working for my staff. Joe Biden's the criminal. Make him take the polygraph. Remember, we live in a place where you're innocent until proven guilty. Why is it the accuser needs to prove they're not lying? Why isn't it that the accused needs to prove that they're not lying? Well, again, because you're innocent until proven guilty. Uh, so, there, so she's like, look, I'm not going to just take a polygraph because he's the one that is he's the one that is lying. You know, the first to take the polygraph, they always say, you know, whoever smelt it, dealt it. First to take the polygraph is the liar. That's, that's, my, that's, the, new, that's the new motto. First to take the polygraph is the one that's lying. And so, uh, you know, she said it also sends a bad precedent. What kind of precedent does that set for survivors of violence? Does that mean we're presumed guilty and we all have to take polygraphs? Yeah. And then uh, Megyn Kelly said, what if Joe Biden does take a polygraph? Will you will you take one then? So I will take one if Joe Biden takes one. Here's the thing about Joe Biden taking a polygraph. And I think that's that should be the new thing. We should be like Joe Biden polygraphs. Hashtag. We want Joe Biden's polygraph. Here's what here's what I think we need to do, though. Uh, we need to investigate because the way a polygraph test works is it measures your the inconsistencies in your heart rate. So, for example, when you lie, you get nervous. And when you lie, your blood pressure spikes. And when you lie, especially when you're hooked up to a machine, you get an increased heart rate. And this machine, you know, you've all seen it. I don't know if they still use the big lines like they use in the spy movies. But it, but when this happens, what what the uh, the heart rate is, there's like a little blip. And that's how they know if you're not telling the truth. Now, again, it's not admissible in court because it's not 100%, but that's basically the gist. And if you fail a polygraph test, everybody knows you're a liar, liar, pants on fire. But here's my question. If Joe Biden takes a polygraph test and he says, I never did that because he doesn't remember if he did it because he's old and let's say maybe suffering from dementia, does that mean that he would pass the polygraph test. For example, if you have short-term memory loss and you legitimately don't remember doing something that you did, can you just skate through a polygraph test? If you have Alzheimer's disease and you can't remember things that may or may not happen in your life, is that, can you pass a polygraph test honestly because you don't, you're like, no, I never did that, and you may have done it, but your short-term memory says you didn't, and therefore your heart rate doesn't go up and everything else. That's what I'm wondering. Like, would somebody as aged and in as questionable mental capacity as Joe Biden is, would he even be able to take a polygraph test at all? Does he remember enough about the horrible things he allegedly did in the past to make it even a worthwhile situation? I don't if anyone if there's any polygraph experts out there, 855-765-1045, call and let me it's a legitimate question. And if, and if that's the case, if Joe Biden just doesn't remember enough and he can be like, yeah, I, I'll skate through a polygraph test because I don't even remember what happened yesterday, then, you know, he should definitely take one, although it probably wouldn't do any good. 855-765-1045. We got to take a break. We've got the governor on the way. We got the Blue Angels live. We got a bunch of your phone calls, some of your open mic messages. We got a lot going on today. Oh, and we're live at the Deerwood Country Club. More of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. 
855-765-1045. We are live today at Deerwood Country Club on the south side. And again, in about an hour from right now, the Blue Angels are going to begin their flyover of Jacksonville. They're going to go down the beach. They're going to take a they're going to take a right at Palm Valley and come right back up. As and, and if they stick to their flight plan, which I don't see any reason why they wouldn't, but you know, I'm not a blue angel. I'm not any color angel, um, but they're going to they're going to fly right over our head, right where we are here at Deerwood Country Club. That's the goal. That's why we're here today. Now, if they don't do that, it doesn't matter because it's a beautiful place to broadcast from. And I'm having a lovely time and I'm all by myself and I have delicious coffee. So I'm OK. You're OK. 855-765-1045. Before we get to the phones, we got a ton of people who've been holding very patiently. and We're going to get to all y'all in just a minute. One more clip from this Megyn Kelly interview with Tara Reid. Uh, the Joe Biden accuser. This was the final question she asked. You want him to withdraw? I wish he would, but he won't, but I wish he would. I wish he wouldn't. (laughs) I wish he wouldn't. She says, yes, I wish he would withdraw from the race. Uh Uh-uh. We have got to leave Joe Biden in there as much as possible. You've got to, listen, if you want to donate to the Donald Trump campaign, don't. Donate to the Joe Biden campaign. Keep the worst candidate to ever run for president in this campaign as long as possible. Don't give the Democrats a chance to take him off, take him off the ticket and put up some kind of actually maybe viable candidate. I mean, this is, they had their chance. They had 19 people at the last debate. They whittled them all away. They, they threw them all under the bus. They sold out Bernie Sanders and they left everybody with Joe Biden, who I think they believe now is probably a horrible choice. I mean, he can't even he can't they can't even run. They can't even run a, a virtual town hall meeting or a virtual campaign rally. Introduce me. Hey, on? Hey, good evening. Tampa. Thanks so much for tuning in. I mean, that's going to be our country for four years if this guy wins. <laughs> Could you imagine the state of the union? My American. I'm so glad it state of union strong. That's <laughs> that's how it's going to sound. And we just, I mean, we just can't have that. So. My and I I know Tara Reid was hurt by the guy and I know Tara Reid has some uh, some, you know, some closure that she needs from this whole situation. But, you know, accuse him. Bring the truth out there. But please, God, whatever you do, don't take him off the campaign trail because it's the best thing in the world for the president. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. All right. Let's see what we got. Let's go to the phones here and see who we have. Uh, Who's been waiting very patiently. This is Lynn in Jacksonville computer screen so small lynn uh good morning thanks for calling the mark k show how you doing i'm doing good mark thank you for taking my call absolutely lynn um, what do you want to say today uh, well i got a couple of things and i'm going to try to make it short yeah first of all i think ron DeSantis should run for president and mayor curry should run for governor of florida i think both of those are probably i think both of those are going to have i mean you can see you we knew mayor curry had uh aspirations outside of jacksonville and duval for a long time and i think i think you're right you got eight years of governor of desantis and then looks like probably you know he'll slide into a national role potentially run for president i think he's i think he's getting primed uh in the republican party for that and then yeah why not why not throw lenny curry uh over to tallahassee I think he needs to get into the presidency sooner. Uh, do his four you years think sooner? this term and oh, run for go? president. Oh, where'd you go? lost her. Or did you lose yes. me? Somebody lost somebody. I'll, I can uh, hear anyway. you. Uh, 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. This is Bernie in Orange Park. Hey, Bernie, how are you? How you doing, sir? Oh, no, I think I got dropped. Appreciate it. Hello? Can you guys hear me? Uh, barely. 
Yeah, can you hear me? Hello? Hello, Ernie? I'm right here. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Here. I think I think they, I think I lost the signal here. I think uh, somebody hit a golf ball at the antenna, and uh, we lost signal for uh, a minute. That's, that's okay. What's up, Bernie? What do you want to say? Uh, my question is this. You know about lie detector tests. All they got to do is train him on how to pass a lie detector test, let alone they can give him a, a, a little something uh, on the side to calm him down. There's oh, ways to, you know, pass a lie detector test. I don't agree with that on either of them. Does that work, too? Does that work, too? I don't know. Maybe a shot of Jack Daniels would work. Maybe a shot of yeah, maybe. Uh, I guess it, I guess there is a way if you um, if you give somebody like a sedative or something or help their uh, you know help calm their nerves, then they do. Then they are able to just squeeze through a, a lie detector test, huh? Yeah, uh, there's always been ways to do it. Have you taken them or have you administered them? How do you know so much? Uh, I'm I'm divorced twice, so I've gone through it. Yeah, you're back. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for calling. We really, we really appreciate that. Hey, uh, this is Hal from Orange Park. How you doing, Hal? All right, just fine. Love your show. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, so, I do, by the way, a minute ago, I just dropped out, and our boss wrote and said we can still hear you on the air. I did. I, I may have said something bad. Did I cuss or something? Oh, okay. No, you were good, man. Oh, okay, good, perfect. Uh, anyway, what do you want to say? Uh, what do you want to say, Hal? Well, I'm not an expert in polygraphs, but I was a cop for 34 years, and as an investigator, I had them done for me for suspects. And one thing I don't know if anybody's pointed out, if Biden takes a lie detector, his staff will give him one if they haven't already in private. Nobody will know about it. If he passes, it'll go public, and he might even take another one. If he does bad, he won't take one, and you won't ever hear about it from him again. Oh, yeah, you're right about that. It's going to be He'll take one, but it's going to be administered by probably his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Jill uh, no, Biden. They'll, they'll, they'll give him a tough one with a really good, good, good operator yeah. just to see how he does. And from there, you know, again, if he passes, great, they'll use it. If he doesn't, then they just I mean, won't do it. You're right. The toughest opposition research you have to do is on your own candidate. So you're right about that. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. And thanks, uh, thanks for your service as a police officer. We appreciate that as well. This is uh, Gary in San Marco. Gary, how are you? Excellent. How are you doing there, Mark? I'm doing really Man, I'm outside. I'm watching people play golf. I'm waiting for the Blue Angels. I couldn't be better. <laughs> exactly, exactly. What did you want to say today, I sir? Wanted to, I wanted to mention something from a personal experience, uh, just as one other uh, angle with the, the lie detector. Uh, about 15 years ago, in a real estate situation, uh, several agents in a, in a what would you call it, the, uh, a site agent situation, yeah. were all thought to uh, be potentially guilty of taking a TV from a break room. Oh. Okay. Yeah, and uh, what was fascinating about it was that a couple people tested, you know, and we were, this is back when real estate was flying. We were making money hand over fist, and this was, you know, probably a, a $500 TV. And a couple of people uh, tested false positive, which the uh, administer, uh, administrator to the test actually said, hey, I know from talking with you guys beforehand, uh, because yep. everybody was upset that it was the owner you know that had this test administered right and and she she said that you know this sometimes happens uh, she said you know i believe what you told me versus what the test told me you know the test is showing that that you're lying but i, I know that you're not yeah so i think that i think that's a fascinating angle to to the lie detector test as well that uh not only can people you know say no i didn't and the test says yeah yeah that's true but people can say you know say it the other way around as well yeah that is a great point and i'll be honest with you right now if joe biden took a lie detector test and it showed that he was lying about the situation i would believe it 
If it showed that he wasn't, I would totally not believe it. <laughs> so I guess, you know, there's, there's a little bit of personal bias in there. That lie detector's wrong. That lie detector's right. I guess, you know, you have, to, you have to account for some of that, too. Also, is it wrong to take the TV out of the break room? If that's the case, I gotta go. I gotta go back to work uh, after this. I may have to. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to get in any. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is JC in Jefferson, Georgia. Always a pleasure, JC. How you doing? Good. What'd you want to say today, sir? All What's your life, question? All this voice is going crazy. We should have stopped like what weeks, 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 and weeks, and weeks ago. We, you're, yeah, weeks, weeks so. and weeks. No one wanted to stop them, though. They just wanted to keep. Here's the thing about the Democrats. They don't ever stop. You know that we know that if Adam Schiff has taught us anything, if Nancy Pelosi has taught us anything, it's that they never stop. Sam in Baltimore, Maryland. How you doing, Sam? Hey, Mark. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, sir. Thanks for asking. What do you want to say today, uh, Sam? So let me just ask you a question. So with, you know, with Biden's, um, you know, with these sexual assault charges and his diminishing mental capacity, do you, I mean, do you think that he's even going to know his middle name six, seven months from now? Does anybody know his middle name? <laughs> um, I don't know. With his, with his diminished, oh, I think I, I dropped the connection again. That with his diminishment his uh, mental right capacity, now. I don't think that he's going to, uh, I don't think that he's going to be able to last a full term. And that, of course, brings up the question, and I know that's what you were getting to with the vice president. What's going to happen with the vice presidency? And a lot of folks have a lot of different opinions. They think Hillary Clinton is going to come back. They think Barack Obama is going to come back. A lot of people think Michelle Obama because he already promised and pledged that he would pick a female. Uh, I, I disagree. I don't think it's going to be any of those. I think, look, the Democrats love to bring up their old candidates. They love to bring them back from the grave, dust them off and put them up there thinking they're effective. But look what happened the last time they did that. They got Joe Biden. You think they want to, you think they want to risk it with somebody else? No. I think it's going to be somewhat, one of these new up-and-coming young whippersnappers like the governor of Michigan, uh, Governor Whitmer. I, I mean, they've been priming her since she gave the de- Democratic response to the, uh, to, the, uh, to the State of the Union address. And I think that you're going to see her, um, her handling of this. Look, the Democrats think she's amazing. They think she's doing an, a bang-up job as governor. If you, if you have a bunch of Republicans storm your Capitol building with loaded weapons chanting tyranny, tyranny, tyranny in the Democratic Party, that's not a bad thing. That's not a failure. They're like, wow, look how angry she made those Republicans. She should probably be vice president. Watch. I think she's going to be, I think she's going to be the top-notch choice. 855-765-1045. We got to take another quick break. Uh, we're waiting on the Blue Angels. We're waiting on the governor. And we're waiting on more of your phone calls, too. 855-765-1045. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. He's entertaining, informative, and he puts the talk in Jacksonville's news and talk. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk. You and I were there, Joe Biden. Please step forward and be held accountable. You should not be running on character for the president of the United States. That is uh, Tara Reid, who, who's been alleging that Joe Biden uh, was inappropriate with her when she worked for him in 1993. And she was speaking with Megyn Kelly, who, look at that, Megyn Kelly trying to mount a comeback by scoring the big interview. Um, 855-765-1045. Uh, she also said this, which I'm not a fan of. You want him to withdraw. I wish he would. But he won't. But I wish he would. I mean, Joe Biden is as, as horrible a candidate as there is. Uh, I say don't let him withdraw because they might actually put somebody in there who could win. I don't know who. 
I don't know who it would be. They seem to love Cuomo. They're all in love with Cuomo these days. Um, but he said repeatedly that he has no interest in it. 855-765-1045. This is John in St. Augustine. John, thanks for calling the Marque Show. How you doing? Hey, thank you uh, for taking my call. Love your show. And oh, thank you. I looking appreciate forward it. to the Blue Angels coming Me- up. How Very great exciting. is that? I know, right? That's great. I'm so excited, too. What do you want to say today, sir? Okay, so I wanted to say this. Yeah. They're running Joe Biden as the president, okay? Right. 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 He, he sincerely has dementia, which is very sad for him. I, I do. I say prayers for him because he is an aging man with dementia, okay? Mm-hmm. But right. here's, here's what's happening. No matter whoever the vice president choice is going to be, will be the president. So remember that. If they vote for this ticket, it will be the VP that will take over because after two months in office, if he gets elected, which he won't because Trump will win, but – but again, if he gets elected, they will declare the 25th Amendment. He is incompetent. So whoever they're going to put as the VP, they're planning a Democrat coup for that person to take over with the plan to, 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 to uh, uh, 25th Amendment him. You know, I, and, and, I, and I've heard that before. I don't. Here's the thing. If, when you look at the White mm-hmm. House, like, like not with a president like Donald Trump, Donald Trump is, is, is a rarity. He's got his hands mm-hmm. in every little thing. He knows Absolutely. he makes every decision. But for the most part, presidents throughout the years have, have relied on their staff to set the agenda and actually go out and execute it. And the president oftentimes has worked as a figurehead and has just signed off on major pieces, you know, major legislation and things like that. I think that whoever's in charge of the Democratic Party, and, and Brian Kilmeade earlier was talking about Adam Schiff and how he he is itching to be attorney general. There's going to oh, be... Adam there's Schiff's gonna, the worst person in the world. He's a horrible... I know, he's a horrible person. Mm-hmm. But there's there's a whole bunch of Washington power brokers and senators and Congress people that would love to have Joe Biden as president and fill his cabinet and his, like, chief of staff. The chief Absolutely. of staff... In the Biden White House is who you're going to need to watch out for. Whoever he chooses as chief of staff in the Biden White House, that's the person that is going to be president of the United States. Whoever is the chief of staff in a Biden White House, that is the person who is running this country and really the entire world and making policy and executing it. Because Joe Biden, they'll let him lay up in the residence all day. He'll be in the residence. I'll be like, do I need to count? You're going to have to come down the Oval Office. And they'll be like, no, sir, you just you just relax and do your, you know, do your Sudoku or whatever. We, we've got it all under control. And the the chief of staff under Joe Biden will be the most powerful person in Washington, not the president. That is if he gets elected. But having Joe Biden as the candidate is the problem, because typically when you have a when you have one of these, you know, a cardboard cutout presidents, they're a decent campaigner. Their problem is that Joe Biden is a horrible campaigner. You can't understand what he's saying. He doesn't know where he is, and he, he gets visibly uh, confused. He keeps coughing into his hand, which is a horrible thing to do, and he can't even go out and argue with people and call them lion dog-faced pony soldiers anymore because of the quarantine. And what they should do is they should just keep him, at, they should keep him locked up, but they don't. They, they parade him out for these virtual town halls, and they can't even run those properly. It's like it's like they I mean, I guess maybe they enjoy battling with Donald Trump. Maybe they enjoy the limelight. Maybe Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi and everyone else realizes if they have a Democrat in the White House, if Donald Trump isn't the president for four more years, there goes all their camera time. Adam Schiff is going to, you know, when it, when there's a Democrat in the in the White House, Adam Schiff has nobody to investigate. He has no committee meetings to call. He's not going to be on C-SPAN every 20. Not everyone's going to know his name. Same with Nancy Pelosi. If you agree with people, that's not news. 
So maybe they all feel for their own personal careers and for their own personal agendas. Maybe they feel four more years of Donald Trump would actually make them even bigger, brighter stars than they are right now. 855-765-1045. All right, uh, if everything goes as planned, we have the Blue Angels in about 40 minutes. We also have the governor speaking here in just a couple of minutes right after the news. If he's late, we'll come back to the show, take a couple more of your phone calls. If not, we'll roll right into Governor Ron DeSantis with an update on uh, the coronavirus quarantine here in Florida. It's the Mark K Show. Quick break. More coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Uh, we are waiting to hear from Governor Ron DeSantis. He's going to do a live briefing on the reopening of the state of Florida. Uh, before we do that, we do have some other uh, breaking news. It's Friday! And we are awaiting the Blue Angels as they fly over the Jacksonville area, the beaches, downtown, here on the south side, where we are broadcasting from the beautiful Deerwood Country Club uh, right off of Southside Boulevard. And the chef just walked out, and he handed me a little slip of paper, and it says, Would you like lunch, salmon, sautéed spinach, asparagus? And I was like, oh, my God, what's the, what's the special occasion? But that's just – that's how the other half lives. You know, that's I hate how they you roll. so hard right now. That's how they roll. That's how they roll over here at the Deerwood Country Club. There's uh, people on the golf course. There's a beautiful lake in front of us, and the sky is perfect. Not a cloud in it. I don't know. I don't know if that's just here at Deerwood or if that's everywhere, but it is. It is perfect weather for watching the Blue Angels. Just got a text message from the other Josh, and he apparently is. Uh, he apparently is down at the uh, Baptist Hospital parking garage, I believe, um, down by the river. And he said that there's people lined up, set up with their cameras, and they're, they're ready to go and get photos of these things. And Rich Jones is at the beach uh, with a margarita probably in one hand, some, some homemade guac in the other, and he's waiting for 1140 here. Uh, that's when the Blue Angels are going to take off and start on their flyover um, to support our heroes and uh, remember, you know, America. 855-765-1045 is the number. This is Deborah in Jacksonville. Hi, Deborah. Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Well, thank you. I'm not too far from you. I'll be sitting on the patio for my screen porch, and I'll watch the, uh, the flight go over like I do the shuttles at night. Oh, that's a great Anyhow, idea. I want to talk about uh, Joe Biden. I was just reading a book, and I can't find it, believe it or not. I didn't know where I put it, so blame me for having dementia. But uh, I believe it was from the vice president, known, little known facts by the vice president from the Smithsonian. Yeah. And, and this is something I did not know. He had a stuttering problem, which the nuns worked on when he went to Catholic school. And then later on, after his wife was in that, his first wife was in that terrible accident, he actually was in an accident, was out of the Senate for seven months. And then on top of that, he had a brain aneurysm and then another brain aneurysm. He had brain aneurysms? Two of them. I didn't know that. I said I tried to find the book, but I wasn't sure where I categorized it because I have a whole section on the Catholics because uh, my family's from Maryland, where the first sailor Catholics and being oh. Catholic, I thought he would be there. Then I'm looking yeah. at the history section. Then I'm looking at the aviation. But I'm in the process of of uh, storing a lot of things, so it could be anywhere. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it was the Smithsonian book that I just read on little known facts. All right. Vice president. All right. Hey, thanks. I appreciate that. We don't. That's the first I'd heard of that. And, you know, of course, I don't want to speculate on uh, health conditions that may or may not be true. But listen, when you can just talk to the guy and you can just watch how he speaks and you can understand that this is probably not somebody we want to put on the phone with the president of China. You know, God forbid, God forbid he calls uh, the president of China a lion dog face pony soldier. What do you I mean, how do you think that would 
What do you think that would do for our relations? God forbid he tries to go in and strong arm another country with a billion of your tax dollars. You know, these are all these are all issues that need to be faced, uh, that need to be answered to. And we look, we know how the president reacts in these situations. We know how he negotiates. We know that he's cordial and civil to people when he meets them face to face. But we also know that he doesn't take any bull and take any crap from anybody. And that's why America has done so well in the past three years. 855-765-1045. This is Sam in Baltimore. We spoke with Sam earlier. I think we got cut off because we uh, dropped the connection. Hey, Sam, how are you? Yeah, hey, Mark, no worries. Um, so, I mean, anybody in their right mind knows that this guy um, <laughs> is going to get annihilated by Trump. Now, don't you think that to avoid that, that they're going to come up with some excuse and Hillary is going to come in and fly in and save the day? That, that's, that's my gut on what's happening because how is she going to no save the way. day she got it she got annihilated by trump in 2016 how's she going to save the day uh, well i somebody maybe not her maybe yeah. maybe michael obama i don't know but um you know i just yeah. don't see it happening the guy, Sam, the guy I, I don't know if you guys disease. it moves very quickly and uh, you know six months from now like i said this guy yeah. is not going to know up from down no, you're right about it. Hey, thanks for calling back. We appreciate it. There's a video, and I should probably post it. There's a video online. I think the, the Drudge Report has it, and it's, uh, it's a murder hornet video. Now you're, you're seeing all these murder hornet videos pop up, and it's a pra praying mantis. Okay, it's a praying mantis versus a murder hornet. And the praying mantis, and spoiler alert, by the way, if you haven't watched it yet, the praying man mantis lunges at this murder hornet. And you know about the murder hornets. The murder hornets are like the next big threat, and they're supposed to be able to kill off all the bees. And if they sting you, it's like the worst pain in the world, and it's going to be the new phenomenon that we have to deal with after or maybe during the coronavirus. So the murder hornet is sitting there, and this praying mantis jumps on this murder hornet with its long like arms, is able to like tackle it and lock it into place, and then begins to, I kid you not, Eat its brains. It, it eats. It's like a. It's like watching Hannibal Lecter if he were a praying mantis. The murder hornet is sitting there powerless to do anything about it, and the praying mantis is literally devouring this guy's brains or this murder hornet's brains. And I thought of that, and I, the first thing that I thought of was, man, this is exactly what's going to happen to Joe Biden if he steps on stage to debate Donald Trump. This is exactly what's going to happen to Vice President Joe Biden. If he steps on stage and even tries to attack Donald Trump or bring up anything against Donald Trump or make a point against Donald Trump, Donald praying mantis Trump is going to put him in a headlock and devour his brains live on television. And that's going to be that's going to be the end of it. That's going to be the end of not only his campaign, but probably his entire political future. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. This is Sherry from Jacksonville. Sherry, good morning. Thanks for calling the Marque Show. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Oh, great. Um, what do you want to say, Sherry? I just wanted to make a comment and say that I'm not so sure if it would be a good idea for Biden to take the lie detector test because what if at the moment that he takes it, he can't remember or he doesn't remember. And then the lie detector test comes out that he told the truth. Right. That's indeed. And we talked about that. And that was in my in the first break. That was my question. If you truly believe or if you've forgotten something, if your brain has diminished to the point where you don't remember, let's say, what happened in 1993 and you take a lie detector test, will you pass it because you because you don't remember it happening? 
Um, and then, you know, another good point is the questions are very important. Like if you you could answer a question truthfully, but still not be telling the truth. For example, along those lines, whoever's administering the polygraph test could say, do you remember doing this in 1993? And if Joe Biden says, no, I don't remember doing it in 1993 or ever time, which is basically that's how I imagine he would answer the question, then it would show that he's not lying. Why? Because he doesn't remember what's going on in 1993. So you can you can twist and turn a polygraph um, all you want to. And, and, and no one's going to make him take a polygraph. I mean, he's not going to do it. He's not going to do it because no one's giving the story the legs that it should. And, of course, because uh, Tara Reid herself said, I'm not taking the polygraph test. I'm not the criminal. I'm not a criminal. Joe Biden should take the polygraph. Yeah. 855-765-1045. All right. So we've got we're still waiting, I believe, on Governor DeSantis. We'll take him for about 10 or 15 minutes, but we will be back live to uh, bring you the Blue Angels flyover. 855-765-1045. That kicks off at 1140. So stay tuned. More of the Mark K Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Remember to subscribe to the Mark K Show podcast on iTunes or Google Play. That way you can listen to Mark whenever or wherever you want. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. A crowd is forming here at the Deerwood Country Club on the lawn in front of the 10th green, looking up at the sky, ready for the Blue Angels. And they are going to be taken off here momentarily. They're starting up at the Naval Station Mayport and heading down the beaches. And, of course, live from Atlantic Beach. I, I don't know how he got the Atlantic Beach assignment. Uh, it's Rich Jones. Rich, are you there? Can you hear me? I'm assignment, Mark. Don't you know? What you say? I didn't hear that first part. <laughs> I made the plan, so that's I how made I got them, yeah. the plum assignment. <laughs> well, no, that's okay. Hey, I pulled the country club, so I'm actually quite happy where I am, too. Uh, poor Josh, he's downtown in a parking garage. But anyway, Rich, how are things at Atlantic Beach? Are, is everyone there? Is there a crowd, I imagine? Oh, yeah, the crowd has built over the last half hour or so, Mark. I got here about 1030 or so, and it felt like kind of a normal Friday at the beach. It's very yeah. windy, and I apologize for the wind coming through, uh, southerly wind that is very strong. But in the last 15, 20 minutes, people are continuing to pour in. I'm in North Atlantic Beach. Yeah. Um, if you know where the tennis courts are, uh, and there's a community center there, and so we've seen it fill in over the last 15, 20 minutes. Even though it looks like, in my opinion, uh, from former CNC Can anyone else hear Rich, or is it just me that lost him? I, 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 from right. former well, CNC hopefully we'll get back to Rich. Maybe they lost me. I don't know. Uh, Rich, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. You got me okay? Scott, can you hear me? <laughs> oh, okay, good. Well, this is going swimmingly. All right, good. Then I'll continue to go then, Mark. Okay, good. So I'm sorry I'm back. You. Now I hear you, Rich. So anyway, keep keep talking. From prior seeing Sky Spectaculars, and we, we usually plop ourselves out here in North Atlantic Beach for those events every other year. Yeah. I would say the crowd is a little bit less than that, but is still filled in nicely. And, and honestly, everyone is physically distanced well. Uh, I'm standing around a handful of people, but again, at about 15, 20 feet or so from them. But everyone is looking due north. And there's some music out here, but a lot of people pretty much are just, they have their phones out like me. And yeah. I'm looking up to this guy waiting to do the same thing to try to take pictures and also talk to you and narrate as this is happening. One now you, telling comment, though, yeah. from one woman who I just spoke with, Mark. She lives here in the beach, and I asked her about seeing Sky, and I said, is, is it going to kind of feel and look the same? And she said, nothing's the same. Yeah. So oh, pretty telling. 
That is very poignant. So, Rich, they're starting when? In a couple minutes? And when do you expect they'll be where you are? I mean, that's pretty immediate, right? As soon as they take off, you should see them. We should see them right away because they take off at 1140. And so any minute now we should see, or at least they pass by Mayport. I don't actually know. I don't believe that they're taking off from Naval Station Mayport. Um, It was unclear exactly where they were coming from. From a secret uh, base, the the Blue Angels headquarters in a mountain (laughs) region. Well, remember, we are their original hometown. So I just assumed they would be at NAS Jacks. But at this point, uh, it's unclear if they've taken off or where they've taken off from. But we're looking due north and we should see them in a matter of a couple of minutes. Noteworthy, though, also, Mark, is that just about five minutes ago, and I tweeted this a minute ago, there was a, a small plane that flew by, and it was uh, trailing one of those signs, and it said, thank you to Jax and Beach Mayors. And oh. so that just flew by, and a handful of people kind of cheered and hooted and hollered a little bit uh, as that went by, and now it's taken off. So Yeah, he better uh, get out of the way. Do north <laughs> he's, he's the sky. Yeah, he's going to have some blue angels on his tail if he doesn't move out of the way quickly. Uh, well, listen, as soon we want to be able to hear the audio of them flying over where you are. And then I imagine, because I'm on the south side, which is right in the middle of the route, but they should go fairly quickly all the way down to Palm Beach, or Palm Valley, rather, uh, circle back around. And it should only be a handful of minutes before we see them where we are here, right? Because the whole thing lasts, what, 12, 18 minutes, something like that? Yeah, just about 20 minutes or so, and they're going to make okay. a pass into downtown, which is going to be really valuable. And that's why we put Josh down there is because Josh is able to see uh, all of uh, Baptist uh, Health downtown. Yeah. And well, that's tall. where that's hopefully why, so. yeah, he is, he's um, hopefully <laughs> we'll have a chance to be able to uh, to see and hear uh, and the observation of you know the, the doctors and the nurses and the front line. This is really for them. And I'll tell you, we reached out to the public affairs office with uh, the Blue Angels. And typically for the for the Sea and Sky Spectacular and for the air show every year at NAS Jacks, they're yeah. always very, very accommodating to do phone interviews or to come on the radio and talk. Yeah. In this case, they said, you know what, today is all about the frontline responders. And yeah. so I thought that that was also pretty neat. Now I'm looking That's to great. the north and I'm starting to see oh, you a are? formation. Oh, what? It's happening. Man, I'm... they are right on time, huh? I love military people. They're never late. Not like governors. All right. <laughs> the governor decided he'd be late as the Blue Angels were starting. You can see the tail smoke. So they are getting going here as we are just about to see the Blues fly over us. It will be very loud, and then hopefully you'll hear some cheering afterward. But they are approaching us from the north, from Mayport. You can hear some of the kids go, woohoo! Oh, good. Yeah, kids, kids screaming is always good. Flying right, formation, gonna... as you typically see from the Blue Angels, as they head from north to south. They are hugging the coastline right now, and just a beautiful trail right now, as they are just about to pass overhead. We'll see just how loud this roar ultimately is. But boy, Rich Jones is at awesome. Atlantic Beach, by the way. He's there uh, socially distancing from everybody else who is pointing their cameras at the sky now, waiting for the Blue Angels. And then we also, uh, we're here on the south side of Deerwood Country Club. We're waiting for them to pass overhead as well. Here they come, Mark. Here, here they, they come. Oh, here right they overhead. Come. Let's listen in. They're over the beach right now. They're coming. Wow. They a mask. Oh, well, <laughs> Man, that never gets old as they go overhead. So six in formation and one that trailed behind Mark. And boy, was that beautiful. And you hear everyone out here. Oh, wow. Wow, was no, that cool? That's amazing. What do you think? Awesome. What do you think? Oh, it was fantastic. Fan? It was risky, risky getting 
we're keeping the right distance, though. That's good. Uh, we just heard a woman say, risking getting COVID to step outside and enjoy this. But we are keeping our distance. Uh, it really was a magnificent. And you can still see the smoke in the air here, Mark, as everyone still has their phones out. And we're seeing the Blues head south to around Jacksonville Beach right now. now. And they continue to press heads up uh, into Nocatee and Palm Valley and Michler's Landing and eventually through Bay Meadows, Mark, headed your way. What a show this is. Pretty cool. Now just going to go to the bar or are they hanging out on the beach for a while? So far, everyone is still kind of looking up. I wouldn't say that anyone's gone out to the bar yet. I think they're wondering whether or not they may make a second pass, but that's not the route that's uh, planned. I think it was just going to be the one pass by. Uh, really cool. I'm going to go take a picture of this and tweet it in a minute. But uh, folks out here brought the American flag. That's really neat. A lot of people have oh, their shot, dogs out here, their bikes, and kids are in the now. sand and just having a blast, Mark. Hello? All right. Josh, can you hear me? I can hear you. Hey, how you doing? Oh, hey, are we on the, is Rich gone? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. No, I'm still here. <laughs> oh, you're still there. Okay, all right. No, I just had to reconnect because I keep losing the signal. All right, good. Well, we're, uh, we're here on the south side, and we are awaiting the Blue Angels uh, for the flyover here in just a second. Josh, you don't see anything where you are, right? Oh, no, I see. I, I can see the Angels off in a distance, but I want to warn you. When yeah. it comes to Rich Jones painting the picture, he's like Picasso, and I'm going to be painting stick figures over here with my fingers. You're, so I can do the like, best I can. You're like Bob Ross, <laughs> just putting happy little trees here. Yeah, Look, just, I, as if I, uh, if memory serves me, they should be coming here first, and then they'll fly over, and then you'll, uh, you should get a, uh, a pretty decent view over at Baptist Health. But um, we'll see what happens. There's yeah, some golfers out on the course, and I don't know if they know about this. A couple of them, I don't think, have any clue what's going on. I think they think we're all here watching them play golf. Um, I can tell you not, that's not the case here right now because there are hundreds of people on top of this parking garage just in back of the house. Just hold it up. Oh yeah, I see nurses and doctors and people with their big their big uh, cameras, some TV crews. Oh great! Hopefully nobody oh, yeah. needs so it's, any it's medical a care. scene right now. Well, if they there do, it, it's the right place to do it. Yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. <laughs> if you, you pass out much. on the if you pass out on the roof right now, then you'll be fine because there's plenty of medical staff um, to take care of you. All right, so we're awaiting the Blue Angels here on the south side. This is, of course, part of their flyover so that, you know, it's uh, the salute to freedom and all of the heroes who've been working the front lines for the coronavirus and the COVID-19 epidemic. And uh, it's an exciting time here in Jacksonville. We have the Blue Angels and the governor. And uh, as you can tell, we preempted the governor for the Blue Angels, so that should tell you. That should tell you the pecking order. Uh, in just a minute, like we said, we hope that they're going to fly over the south side and then down to downtown. If you are on the flight path or, I mean, if you're pretty much anywhere in Jacksonville, you should be able to get a glimpse of them somewhere. Uh, go ahead and peek, your, peek your, uh, your head out the window, peek your head out the door, you know, pull your car over so you're safe. We're going to stick with it until they uh, hopefully fly over here. Um, as Rich Jones has told you, they headed down the beach. They're oh, wait, hold on. People are pointing. People are pointing. Oh, yeah, I see them. Oh, we I see, see them. over you, Mark. Here they come. Oh, there they are. Oh, we are right. They're coming right at us. We picked the perfect spot. And there goes the tail. You can see them. It is. It's just like Rich. And they're turning right over us. There's the formation. Wow. Uh, and they are. Woo! Everybody. Oh, look at that. That is a beautiful sight. Woo! Yeah! America! Woo! That is amazing. They flew right over us and took a hard right. Uh, so they're headed your way now, Josh. 
They're headed okay, your I'm way. Ready for them. I'm right, ready for yeah, them. I'm waving to make sure they know the right direction. Start way, waving guys. that way. Go that way they'll know where to. That way they'll yeah, yeah. Uh, they'll know where to find think, you. Listen, I think, I think the fourth angel saw me, so he's coming this way now. <laughs> okay, good, perfect. We are going to uh, let's let's take a quick break, uh, and we'll uh, come back here for the remainder of the uh, Blue Angels flyover. It's the Marquee Show live on 104.5 WOKV. If you're on the go and can't listen live on the radio, stream the Mark K Show in the WOKV app for your Apple or Android device. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, and we are live once again at Deerwood Country Club. We just witnessed the flyover of the Blue Angels. It was incredible. They were in formation. We started at Rich Jones was at Atlantic Beach, and then they flew over Deerwood, and now then they headed downtown. The other Josh is on the roof of uh, of uh, Baptist Health, and he got to see them too as well. Josh, are you there? I'm still here. Yep. All right. How we cut to break right when you were about to see some action. What happened? How was it? Did everyone go crazy? Uh, it was fantastic. You know, they, as you said, they, they formed up in formation. And as they got close to doing a loop-de-loop, they all fired up their tail smoke. And they yeah. uh, just pulled around the, uh, around the river there over to the bank. And uh, after they passed, every, it seemed like there were two separate rounds of applause because everybody started the cheering when the, uh, the planes flew away. And right. then as the doctors and nurses and all the healthcare workers that gathered on the roof, as they all went back to work following the show, there was a second round of applause thanking them for all they've done for this crisis. Oh, that is fan- that's great. That's awesome. And that's exactly what all this is about. That's the reason these flyovers are happening around the country. That's the reason they happened up north uh, last week, and that's why they're happening here today in Jacksonville. And I assume they're going to keep doing this um, throughout the coming weeks. So a big round of applause and special thanks to all of our healthcare workers through this crisis. Josh, thanks to you. We appreciate it. And thanks to Rich Jones and Atlantic Beach. Real quick, we do want to thank, of course, the Deerwood Country Club because they set us up here with a, a, the perfect spot. Again, we were able to see the flyover and amy darlin is the membership director she's with the amy thank you so much we appreciate it hi mark it's our pleasure we're so happy to have you here no we're this is like i said i'm gonna now that i know we can broadcast from the country club i'm gonna be here probably once a week okay and you said you're actually open and taking applications so if you're sick and tired of being in the house you can come out here and play some golf and tennis and everything else right that's right yep is everything open again now? You know, things are slowly opening back up. We right. have indoor dining, right. um, you know, spaced six feet apart mm-hmm. at 25% occupancy. We have outdoor dining. We have group exercise outside, lap swimming in the pool, one-on-one personal training, tennis, golf. Wow. Yeah. One-on-one personal training. That's what I need. Right. I need some personal training. Yeah, uh, the too. golf has been great. My son and I have been coming here to play golf, and it's all social distance golfing. You don't. There's no rakes anymore by the bunkers. That's right. You don't grab the flagpole. There's a little noodle in there, so your ball doesn't. It's really. It's fascinating, but it's also a lot of fun. Yeah, it's the perfect sport for social distancing. Um, you know, we're sanitizing the carts in between every use. Yeah. Uh, couples are allowed to use the same cart now. Um, so you know, it's been great. The course has been packed, and we can't wait to see more people out here. That's fantastic. And you said that the employees were well taken care of because the members were really generous during this time. Yeah, you know, we really want to thank our members for contributing to an employee relief fund. Um, it's really helped all of our uh, laid off, furloughed, uh, part timers, yeah. everybody who's been cut back. Um, our members have really supported our uh, our employees here through this time. And yeah, we just want to say thank you for your continued support and continued usage of the club. That helps tremendously too. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. thank you, th- and thank you for letting us use it today for the broadcast. We really appreciate it. Well, it looks we like are, it looks we're happy like, to have you here. Looks like everyone here had a had a uh, blast. Amy, thanks again. 
My this, pleasure. This Thanks, has been Mark. awesome. Next time there's a flyover, can we come back? Of course. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, we'll <laughs> save this, this spot for you. All right. Uh, everybody else, uh, thanks so much for listening this week, and thanks for all your support, too. We have, um, I believe we're going to hear from the governor again later today, and also uh, we're talking to the mayor. Now, it's Mother's Day weekend, and it coincides with the reopening of a lot of different places around the beach. As you heard, Deerwood Country Club reopening for indoor dining and, of course, outdoor dining. A lot of the, the beach um, uh, restaurants are opening again at limited capacity, and the mayor has relaxed some of the zoning issues that people were facing so that they can bring more tables outside and they can service more clients and more customers. Uh, I know the town center's open again, and even though not every particular business has decided to jump back in with both feet, a lot of them are still waiting to open. You'll find places like the escape room I know is open, which I thought was ironic because haven't we all been locked in a room with our loved ones for like three months? Now, we, now we're going to go and get locked in a room for an hour, but it, it is a great place out there, and we've been there a couple times, my family and I, so there, there are places where you can go and celebrate mom, celebrate whomever, um, and, you know, and, and maybe just forget about the quarantine for a little while as Florida opens back up. Look, as we've said it before, and we've said, and we'll say it again, Governor DeSantis is doing a fantastic job. Mayor Lenny Curry has the thing well under control. Next week, we look forward to these mobile testing laboratories, and we also look forward to, uh, we also look forward to the um, 200,000 antibody tests which are coming this way, which will help us know how much sooner we can open up the rest of the state, because if the antibodies are out there, and if we have some sort of herd immunity here, um, here in Florida, then it's going to put us uh, way ahead of the curve as far as the rest of the country. Listen, before we get out of here, we have one more thing. If you're looking for a last-minute gift for mom, we have a $50 Carabas gift card, and we are going to give that away to caller number 10. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. Caller number 10 gets a $50 gift card to our great friends at Carabas, and they're open for takeout, man. If you haven't done takeout, they deliver. Carabas, that's fantastic. That's good eating right there. That's good eating. Uh, and then, of course, join us Monday at 10 a.m. We'll be back in studio with the other Josh. We'll be back with all sorts of fun. We'll recap the news of the weekend because don't think there ain't going to be news over the weekend. If Joe Biden says something stupid, we'll be the first person to tell you about it Monday morning right here on the Mark K Show. Stay tuned. Traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh all on the way on 104.5 WOKV.